Good morning, everyone. Good morning and welcome to Spirit Session, the view of the light for wherever you are in the world. We welcome you in. This is a show that brings you all sorts of different modalities, all sorts of different things, all sorts of different views of the light. And today we're bringing you Tyler and Aaron from It's and saying it's time for the truth. It's time for the truth because they bring a different perspective to the truth from normal um, media and they're bringing some things to our awareness today and we would like you to share this out to all your friends and family get it out there and whoever wins today whoever shares it the most today will win a session with me and whoever has shared we will tell who won out from last week at the end of the show um, to start the show off while you're sharing it to all your buds and that, um, I thought I'd give you a little card today because, well, last week he just, he, um, he just, uh, Chris just, uh, inspired me to give out a card from the unicorn deck today. So this is for the group collective. It says openings. Unicorns are offering you a key to a new opportunity. Your guidance is to be aware of what is being made available. If you cannot see it, take the key and create your own opportunities. And um, what I get from this is today we're going to learn about different things that may not have come into your awareness before. And it's your job to take that information and research it and find out your own truth about what's going on really. So Teresa, would you please introduce our guests? Yes, I'm so excited to do this. So welcome to Spirit Sessions, A View of the Light, everyone. When we had Darius Burazande on our show, he afterward said, you guys have got to listen to Journey to Truth podcast. You've got to meet up with those guys. And I'm thinking, okay, who is this? So I looked them up, I found them, and I've been watching them, and I've learned the most interesting things. And so I'm so excited to have them here today. We have Tyler Koala, who's an experienced independent researcher, passionate about disclosure, and he's an activist in that, which is really cool because as much as I want to know the truth, I'm not much of a truth seeker. What I do is I find people I like to listen to that I trust, and that's where I get my info. But this is what I admire about you guys. And so um, on this side... Aaron Kuhn, Kuhn, Kuhn. <laughs> Aaron Kuhn is a researcher and activist, and he is also into disclosure and the awakened community. And um, you, you had your awakening when you were about 25, what I was reading here, which is really exciting because it's always questions. You've got to question the narrative of what's, you know, thrown yep. at you to see what's going on. And that leads us all. At, Questions are what led me on my own awakening and stuff. So I'm really excited to have you guys here. And together, once you guys met at Disclosure Fest, was that um, Shasta, California? Uh, dimension, Shasta? Dimensions of Disclosure. Dimensions. 2018, which was in Loveland, Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Uh, which is close to like... Yeah. Kind of close to Fort Worth, I think. But we didn't realize um, that we lived, we both were from St. Louis, but we met in <laughs> Fort Worth, Fort uh, Collins, whatever that town's called. Sorry. Loveland. Yeah, lo it's, it's, north of, it's north of Denver and Boulder. It's Loveland. <laughs> it is Loveland. Loveland. Yeah, well, I'm saying where it's at. Oh, okay. Uh, anyways, yeah, we met at that conference, and it, I, I just, like, randomly started talking to Tyler and his dad, and then they were like, hey, do you want to go on a hike with us? And I was like, Sure. And then on the hike, we found out we were we were all from St. Louis, from the same city. So. Oh my God, that's so cool! Yeah, it was total synchronicity. Um, so, so, what conversation was it that made you to make this amazing podcast and show on YouTube that you do? Because that is brilliant and it's big. What brought that about? So, so Aaron. Uh, he lived. He actually lived in Kansas, Wichita, Kansas. I was living in Kansas at the time. Actually. At the time, uh, but he was from St. Louis. So well, he was in town, and we decided to meet up for lunch because we hadn't seen each other since the conference. And it was at that lunch at a Mexican restaurant. Uh, Aaron had the idea, and I mean, it wasn't even a week later. It just somehow manifest. We manifested it, and we just jumped into it, and we haven't looked back. It's just kind of. Uh, it just kind of happened. It fell into our laps. It was so effortless, but 
Well, we were talking and we realized we both were wanting to, we're really wanting to do something, but we didn't know. We didn't really have a clear idea of what we wanted to do. We just wanted to do something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whether that's a YouTube channel or blog or something. And I, I kind of like the idea of a podcast just because I thought that'd be a, a fun and easy kind of thing to do. And I didn't even have the idea to like interview people. I was just more at that time thinking like just us two kind of talking and putting our ideas and thoughts out there. And, uh, but then we kind of were like, Hey, let's try to get people on to interview as much as we can. And we, we had no intentions of every week having like a different person like we've been doing, but it just kind of like kept happening. We just kept, we just messaged a bunch of our friends at first and they all agreed to do it. And, it just kind of kept taking off and it's been like this, this like river of like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's been flowing and it's like been nonstop. We've just been, we've just been going with it. We're like, this is amazing. Let's well, just keep going. Yeah. And I just, I always say, you know, when something's meant to be, when it just happens so effortlessly like that, we really didn't have to, I mean, you have to work, work at it. Just, oh, no. yeah. it was, uh, it was just happening naturally and it felt right. Uh, so many synchronicities were taking place in my life that were just uh, confirming that I was on the right path, that we're doing the right thing. And it just, uh, you know, when something is right, when you don't have to force it. And we haven't had to force anything. It just kind of, uh, it's it's actually fun for us. It, it is. I, I agree. I love that. And I remember Tyler, your dad was the first guest, right? Yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah he was. That's so yeah. special. I love that. So, um, so your your content, how do you guys become activists for truth and stuff? How that's not an everyday person thing. How do you do that? <laughs> uh, it becomes an everyday person thing. Um, <laughs> well, so before before the podcast, which is actually where we got the name from, Journey to Truth. I was, I still do, but I was I had a Facebook group called Journey to Truth that I was adminning and. Um, I would just share tons of stuff every day to that group. And um, that's like Tyler joined it around the time that we met. And uh, yeah, um, that was like, I was kind of mainly just being an activist on Facebook through the group and through posting stuff, I guess, at that time. And um, then we started the podcast and we didn't know what to name it. And I was like, well, let's just use the name of the group, I guess. <laughs> just call it Journey to the Truth Podcast. So that's where that came from. Yeah. And, uh, and then we use the group to kind of help promote the, the podcast. But in, in, in doing so, as far as researching goes, the more people we know, the more uh, information we get sent to us. People are always sending us links. People are sending us information. You should read this. You should check out this person. Uh, Aaron has a, st a library of books. Uh, we, we're always getting our information uh, through books and, you know, Medita yeah. obviously meditation helps as far as uh confirming some of the information you're getting you have to feel into it use your gut you can't just take everything at face value mm -hmm. uh, it's a process and you just really have your discernment cap on at the same time put it all out there and let people decide for themselves we get a lot of uh pushback from people like you know anybody trying to put this truth out there is going to get some negative feedback so and people need to realize that just because we're putting it out there doesn't mean we're claiming it as fact. This is where you need to really just learn how to be able to take everything in, not get triggered, process it, and come up with uh, come up with your own truth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you guys, any subject, you guys go follow down any rabbit hole, right? Oh yeah, all of them. I mean, we try to we you know to formulate the the most clear picture of the, the whole truth. You have to be willing to take in information in every area. Not doesn't mean you have to um, believe everything. In fact, that's the opposite of what you want to do. You want to take in everything and then, and then based on your own um, intuition, your own knowledge, and you, you're able to kind of piece the, the puzzle pieces together and, and, and try to formulate what, uh, the clearest picture of the truth that you can and don't ever like solidify that. Cause what a lot of people do is they get this solidified, this is the truth. And then they don't ever want to change that. Right. It's like right. set in stone. And then they go out through, through their life kind of like, um, 
everything else has to fit in their box that they've already formed that they already think is the truth. Well, what you want to do is keep it open to where it's constantly evolving based on new information and based on uh, and, new intuition. And, and you want to remind, always don't be afraid to admit that you're wrong about something either. That's happened right. to both. That's happened to both of us, all of us. If you're going down this path, if you're if you are seeking this information, you have to be willing to admit that sometimes you may have been promoting something or believing in something that was false or that was wrong, and new information comes along, and you know you have to be open to that new information, and you have to you have to. Uh, Which is why ego gets in the way of that yeah, a lot. <laughs> remove, remove the ego. So you think you're right. You don't want to ever. You don't want to be wrong. So you're not willing to. Yeah, and just admit that you that we really don't know anything. Honestly, you don't know what you don't know. So it's, you know, I don't know anything. He doesn't know anything, even though I know more than Aaron. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what you're saying is the more you know, the more you find out you don't know. Is that yeah. 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 The more you realize how little you actually know. Yeah. And how big the, the universe actually is and how much is actually out there. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, but, you know, it's funny because the, the more I've grown on this journey, the more I realize like the real journey is within, you know, like it's easy to get caught up in the yeah. external, external information and external what's happening. But the real, the real truth and the real growth happens from within. I love that. Absolutely. See, I, I used to see if there's the spiritual ones that, you know, oh, it's rainbows and dragons, you know, dragons not and then and then there was the truthers and for a while there were two different camps but to be awakened spiritually is also to be aware and we're striving to come to more so at some point that combines so how did did your guys spiritual journeys combine because i see you're speaking about going within yeah. for the intuitive answers so that is the biggest part of it like aaron said you can't I don't care who you are. So you have to be vibrating at a frequency to be able to accept information. So if you're, let's say you're, you're vibrating at a low frequency, low vibe diet, you know, I'm not judging anybody. We're all their own levels. But if you are in that low vibration, then anything outside of that frequency won't resonate it, or you just won't register. You won't, it'll go over your head. You won't even see it. It won't even be part of your reality. So until you go within, raise your vibration and become and live in that space, live in that frequency, uh, you start having experiences. You start seeing orbs. You start seeing UFOs. You start uh, Sasquatch, whatever. But what also happens is you, your BS meter kicks in and you can discern what is truth, what isn't. Or, you know, you can read an article and know immediately like, OK, this is this is crap. This is nothing. You could or not even read the article. Just look at the headline. You can start feeling in, feeling yeah. into stuff without having to. You can, you can just it. like sense the energy behind things. Yeah. But if you don't go like, inward, you can't do that. And that's where you have all these skeptics who, uh, who are so based on information and hard evidence. And I need to know this. Where's the proof? Well, the proof we're never going to get that type of proof handed to us. That's just not the way it's going to play out. So that's why you have to go within and get yourself to the level. And the law of one says, you know, the truth without proof, that's where we want to be. Like we, you need to know the truth without having to be shown a piece of solid physical evidence. You should just feel into it and know. Yeah. I that. Yeah. And like, I'm sorry. But, well, I was just going to say like, I, I think my my background helped with the spirituality a little bit. I grew up Christian, um, like fundamentalist Baptist Christian. Uh, and when I had my awakening, I, for the first time ever, started questioning my own beliefs and like going on a search for what what truth actually was and what I actually believed. And uh, I had to like deprogram my myself. And it was I basically went through the dark my dark night of the soul. Um, and it was really hard, but I I had that spiritual foundation from that at least already, and I, I kind of held on to that and got rid of the, the dogma of what I believed, and um, and then I started coming across all these spiritual concepts and um, all all that stuff, and 
that's so I kind of like was integrating that along with all this, uh, the conspiracy and truther stuff and uh, ET and all that stuff kind of at the same exact time. Um, so it was like my whole world was just like expanding so rapidly and like it was a very intense 2012 was a really intense year for me that was, that's okay. my year too that that's when i started questioning everything and then and then i lost i what do i love who am i really you know that song what do i stand for you know it's like what and that's the questioning is what led me to here so yeah. how about your families were they supportive of you during this time and now uh well <laughs> my, so my uh my father is uh him and i kind of went through this whole process together uh which was really beautiful yeah and i'm starting i'm starting to, I'm starting <laughs> to realize it more and more now as i get into it and talk to other people who are struggling with their parents so i feel very fortunate in that aspect aside from uh my dad the rest of the family i as far as i know they think i'm crazy i don't care <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know i don't care that's a good badge to wear. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was it was a struggle at first, but I think that's with everyone. Like you're gonna your reality is shattered. Everything you thought you knew is gone. The people you the relationships you once had, uh, you don't resonate with them anymore. You kind of just like everything everything just leaves and you have but that's good because now you're making room for all this new, all these new people, this new information, uh, the amount of from what I've lost from my past life to from what to what I've gained now is was worth the trade-off. Wow. You, know, you have to be willing to sacrifice, you know, and realize that none of that stuff that was a that wasn't even me. I like I didn't even know who I was. So there's no way I could know that's what I needed in my life. You know, it's hard to Exactly. Yeah. I love that. So do either of you have like a favorite topic? of finding the truth in like some people have like like you know oh yeah i really you know and you're kind of keen on one side or what another. do the people need to know the most that yeah. was going to be on the lines of my question too which was like what was your most profound experience that really helped you kind of you know confirm for yourself that there's more so i guess that would kind of wrap up together wouldn't it yeah yeah do you want to yeah i can i can touch first. on that yeah so <laughs> i i've always been into the whole cryptozoology, like the, the Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster and then the UFOs, ET stuff. That was just fascinating my whole life. Uh, until I started getting into um, the information about what was really taking place, it was just always fun, all fun and games to me. And then you start realizing the reality of what's going on. Oh, wait, this stuff is real. This actually could be happening. And so I started learning about the secret space program uh, from Cosmic Disclosure, Corey Good, which, you know, uh, people can take that information for what it is, but it resonated with me. It really resonated on a soul level like I've never experienced before. I'm like, there's something to this. And I started, I was like activated. I started having experiences and just all kinds of stuff. But I realized, so the whole, to answer your question, the secret space program in general to me was like the big aha moment. Okay. So now I'm actually hearing something that validates what I've always believed in instead of turning on the history channel and then them ending every episode with a skeptic debunking it, oh, you know, and then yeah, that's, right. that's what would always happen. So you're always left guessing and not knowing. So now I've found an avenue for information that was confirming things and it made a lot of sense. So the whole life off planet and the secret space program existing really opened me up to like, wow, there, this is. And then I realized it went all the way back to before, like the, eight, the late 1800s, like World War II, this secret space program started and potentially had been going on maybe even longer than that. You realize everything you thought you knew was a lie. So that's where it started for me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, also the, the ET kind of uh, reality was what it it just resonated, like Tyler said. Like when I first started coming across, I, w I was just like looking, I was just on YouTube, just <laughs> watching every video <laughs> I could uh, from different people. Um, 
doing presentations talking about ET, like David Wilcock. I, he, I watched a ton of David Wilcock presentations. Um, uh, I started getting, Project Camelot. I was watching a lot of their videos. Um, David Icke, um, Dolores Cannon. Yeah, I would just like go on YouTube and just watch mm-hmm. like hours on end of, of videos. You still and do just that. take it. I still do that. Not as much, but like I do. Yeah. That year, it was like almost every day. I was just I was just taking in as much information as I could because it was all so new and fascinating to me. And when I was like, man, it it just resonated so hard with me that there was other life mm-hmm. besides humans and and all throughout the universe, right? So it's like, it's like for the first time, like Tyler said, I was hearing it from people that were speaking it as like a fact, like they're like, hey, I know this information, I'm telling it to you rather than like a show where it's like, are they real? Are yeah, UFOs real? And then, and then they kind of like debunk it and say like, oh, probably not. Yeah. It's, and then you don't really take it seriously. And that's kind of the whole point of, of that. Um, why the mainstream tries to kind of portray all this it's like oh it's you know here's the here's the stuff that people think why they think they're seeing ufos and ets but this is what they're actually experiencing or and it's like but when you actually dive into this information and people that have the real experiences and have the real knowledge and they're presenting it to you i don't know something to me just like resonated so strongly with that and i'm like this is it this is true like i know yeah (laughs) and i was just i couldn't get enough i just like and, yeah. and then once you, it's important to realize, like, I'm, so once you get more and more into it, uh, imagination is, is key here because uh, if you can imagine it, it can exist. And that's really hard to, to grasp, especially early on. But I think um, because it's so strange, the truth is so strange. It is stranger than fiction. So when you start going into this stuff, if you don't have an imagination, you're going to limit yourself to what you can allow. So you really need to you really need to be open minded. And uh, alien life does exist. Extraterrestrials do exist. I'm an experiencer. I could share plenty of experiences I've had. If you listen to the podcast, um, and, but that doesn't mean anything. All of us are experiencers. But you have to be willing to open your mind and be able to imagine the possibility of this as a reality. And that's when it becomes real. And then the next yeah, the next level of that's when you realize like past lives and that you've mm-hmm. you've probably existed as a lot of these extraterrestrials in right. past lives for yeah. yourself, yeah. And uh, you don't even realize it until you wake up to that, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty mind blowing. An interesting interesting point about uh, past lives. So somebody made me aware of the term aporting. You know what that is. Uh, so it's like, it's like a, the a porting is moving one, an object from one dimension to the next. And allegedly your guides or your spirits or whoever ETs, they have the ability to do this. Mm -hmm. And that, so I was put on this path where they made me aware that some stuff that you come across in your life, in this lifetime, you might buy something at an antique mall, or you might find something, you might find something. But that might have actually been an item that you could have owned in a past life that was aported back into your path in this life so you would find it again. So if we all have items that we resonate with, we don't know why, uh, that might be something to consider. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I, my friend, she brought something. Like cool. She brought a singing bowl from the flea market, and the guy had no idea that he was selling it. He's like, I didn't even know that was on my table. Well, this thing, she had it dated. It was dated back, I forget how many hundred years. And through some sessions, she realized that she owned it in a past life. And it was put back into her life now for her to uh, obtain again and use it. And she ended up using that to heal a lower back problem that she had. So it's really interesting. Uh, That's very cool. Just an interesting concept. I know I kind of went off subject there. No, no, no. (laughs) <laughs> we were talking about some of that this morning yeah. earlier, so I love that. And actually, yeah. it's funny because when I got this, this amethyst, I opened the records for it, and it showed that I worked with it in a past life, and that it's something that I bring into every reading I do. So I was just like, I've never heard anybody actually say that in that way. So it was just really funny because it's next to me right now. You know? Yeah. I love well, that confirmation. And well, nice. why I even got that, or why I even said that, because I found an arrowhead. 
Mm. Uh, while I was looking for fossils, but I found an arrowhead. And when I picked it up, I got this overwhelming feeling. And I remembered that story of what she told me about finding stuff in your past life. And that's the first thing I thought of. And usually the first thing we think of is the truth, is right. the case. Right. When we start overthinking things, that's when we lose sight of it. Like the Native Americans said, we have three brains, the gut, the heart, and the, you know, you go with your gut, you feel it with your heart, and then the brain is just really used to get from point A to point B. It's like for motor skills. Yeah. And when we start using our brain to overthink things we be, and try and get logical about it, uh, we have lost all sight of the truth at that point. Absolutely. Yeah, that human filter really gets you. Yeah. So I see that some of our, our audience is ready to get into the conspiracy stuff or what yeah. Yeah. CIA does yeah. the conspiracy stuff. But, you know, I think that, you know, just for everyone watching, be discerning, question everything. If something doesn't resonate, don't take it as truth. You know, this is really about you being able to start questioning, start doing your research, you know, not just take what we're spoon fed every day. So yeah, I think I, that's important to recognize. I was uh, I was thinking back to uh, 1965 or 66 when they, sorry, um, Walter Cronkite came on the news on Channel 7 oh, at my house. And, 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 and uh, I saw the original broadcast. That's how old I am. Uh, <laughs> but I was young. But even then, when I was little, I, I heard him talk about swamp gas. And I'm thinking, no, it's not swamp gas. What the hell is swamp gas? Anyway, but I was a little kid because before that I'd seen something. Anyways, but um yeah, the swamp gas theory never, ever, ever came with me. And that's how long disinformation has been fed to yeah. us. You can think ever since Kennedy died, as far as I'm concerned, the, dis the disinformation um, big bucket has been thrown over the public and um, for all of us to, yeah. to sort of ingest. And it's all been like, yep, yeah, we don't want to know. We don't want to know. Right. We don't want to know. Yeah. Now we want to know. Well, that's Project Paperclip, right? That's where it started, where the Germans came and taught us how to use media against the people. Well, I say us, but the government, you know? So I think that that's, you know, that's back in World War II at least. Yeah. Chris yeah. says, in, in above majestic, they've been out. Yeah. They've been out there in the universe since like 30s, even from that movie that I watched. Mm -hmm. Above Majestic, I think it was called. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yes. Yeah. You mean that's like amazing. we mean us? We have been out there. You said, the you know? Germans. Oh yeah. No, that oh was, oh I mean, like, yeah. I mean, humans, like humans, like Earth humans, have been out there since the '30s. Is what you're saying? Is that, that from above majestic, they were showing them. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the, the submarines that they converted into. Correct. Into, um, flying around out yeah. there. Well. So like, wow. Yeah, the Germans. I mean, when Tyler was saying late late eighteen hundreds, that's that was the Germans' like early secret space program. That's what the um, the Zeppelins like those were actually the part of their first attempts to get into space, and like um, that was their early space program. And then, yeah, by like the thirties is when they finally got to the point where they they got to the moon and they had bases on the moon and and in Antarctica. And then they ended up teaming up with the Draco reptilians and that gets down a whole, <laughs> that whole rabbit hole. But, um, but yeah, the Nazis, so the Nazis were essentially like a manifestation of the deep state, like trying to take over the, the surface planet of the planet. And then they seemed to lose the war, but they really didn't because they had the technology to go out into space and, create, you know, they had their whole secret space program already. So well, you they kind of just kept going with that and like said, okay, we'll pretend to lose the war, but really they didn't. And then they, infl and then Operation Paperclip, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. they brought all their scientists over here and they basically, um, the CIA became infested with uh, deep state people. So, and, yeah. yeah and if, if you want to get a little earlier than that, I was just looking through this book for it to remember a name. So this is really going to get out there, but <clears throat> the idea of reptilians is something, Draco reptilians is something uh, it's hard, really hard for new people getting into this information to grasp. But so there's this guy, Carl House. Sorry. Uh, there's this guy, Carl Haushofer. I don't know how to say his name exactly, but uh, so pre-World War One, he was a German and he was sent over to um, Asia to work with whatever he was doing. He was like a linguist or something.
but he was sent over there really. And while he was over there, the Green Black Dragon Society, which were uh, like some monks who were in contact with reptilians. Mm -hmm. So they were uh, teaching him and working with him and gave him the, uh, the ability of foresight. So when he went back and he became one of the leading generals in World War I, he had this foresight ability. He could see everything that happened before it happened. So he was like totally looked up to by all the, all the German military, everybody. So he, they did this so he could build a name for himself and people would trust him. That their next, the next step of the plan was, you know, he started getting telepathic communications directly with this Green Dragon Society, which is really, or the Green Dragon, the Black Dragon Society, which is really reptilians. So they started putting information into his head and he was sent to really, to go find Hitler and or find somebody. And Hitler was the person they had in mind. So they were feeding him information and he took Hitler under his wing and groomed him to become who he was. And the reason they chose him to do that is because people trusted this guy because of his abilities in World War II. So they believed him when he said Hitler is the guy, they they had they trusted him. They thought, okay, Hitler is the guy. So everybody believed that Hitler is who we're going to listen to. This is, and this is how the whole backstory of really why Hitler became trusted and uh, was put into power. This, but this had been a plan since the late 1800s, and it just took that long to really manifest what they were trying to achieve. And I'm, I really cut out tons of details there because it's a detailed story. <laughs> so, right. so you have a podcast on that, I take it. So we can, you can, we can go back and look at your podcasts on those things, or have you got, yeah. Have, have you talked about that? No, I've never talked. I've never, I've never talked. <laughs> okay, about okay. there will be now. Will be. Now you'll, you'll need to do a podcast on that. Um, can we touch on what Q is just for our audience? Because um, I've been just, dying to break of a, out with sort that. Of a Let's do overview. it. Yeah, sort of an overview of what Q is from your perspective. So, so to know what Q is, you really need to understand what's been going on behind the scenes for the last at least 70, 80 years. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talk about the cabal, the deep state. They're kind of just different terms, the Illuminati. Essentially just different terms for the same secretive group that's been behind the scenes, basically running the whole planet for a long, long time. Um, the deep state usually is in reference to the, in the United States, like specifically like the uh, shadow government. So basically um, when Kennedy, Kennedy was assassinated by this group because he found out about this group that was running things and he he was furious and uh wanted to completely dismantle it and like get our currency back from the federal reserve and and all these things like get rid of the cia and all these things that completely went against that them and destroyed would destroy them basically at least in the united states and uh they took him out because of it and that's really when they uh, ever since Kennedy, they've basically made sure they they wouldn't have another president that would like actively be working against them, and that to that capacity at least. So, um, or or actually have one of their own guys fully aware of their uh, you know fully behind their agenda in in power. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's so who's Q? That's so so <laughs> well, okay. So, so they've been in power for a long time, unfortunately. And uh, the military industrial complex, you have, they, I mean, they've controlled it for a long time, but they're, you know, a lot of people, they're still human beings and they, they've seen this and they're like, we have to do something about this. Like the good people in the military, basically, they're like, we have to come together, form an alliance. And that's where the term alliance comes from is they basically form this alliance and they've been planning at least since the sixties, at least since Kennedy, uh, that they're going to take down this deep state and uh, they're going to free our country and ultimately the world. And um, so they've been working for a long, long time to do this. And they've gotten very close a number of times um, to making breakthroughs. But every time the deep state seems to be one step, one ahead. step or a few steps ahead of them and takes them out and uh, does something 
to, to stop them. And when you realize the technology that this group's had access to, um, we talk about Project Looking Glass. Yeah. Uh, basically, they've had technology, we think, given to them by, by extraterrestrials, by these negative ETs that they're kind of uh, teamed up with to see the future. So they can literally see what's, what's going to happen, and they take measures to stop it. So they stay in power, and they, <laughs> nothing can basically stop them. Well, it seems like this alliance finally got... Um, we obtained that technology. Obtained that technology and and possibly got it out of their hands, so they have no longer are able to to stay one step ahead. So um, they're finally finally being taken down, and with the alliance kind of spearheading this. And Q is Q is all Q is is just like a mouthpiece for the alliance to tell us what what's happening, and at the same time to to kind of like rally the troops of us mm -hmm. to create like this movement of like, Hey guys, let's come together. And like, well, it's, it's to see the consciousness, to see the, the consciousness, master, see, the, yes. see the collective also. So it's to help wake us up because this isn't just, uh, and it's, cause go, it's, it isn't just go break into the space and take down these guys and it's over. No, yeah. this is a spiritual battle. This is a consciousness war. So mm -hmm. the they had to make this military operation, uh, public in a sense. To the people who were being activated would be drawn toward this information. They would see it. Uh, they would see this information. It would resonate and they would get behind it. And we would all start waking up to this great awakening. And we can collectively take down this evil force instead of instead of them just doing it on their own. They need us awake. They need us aware. They give us the information. They tell us where to look. And then it's, it becomes up to us. And a lot of people call it PSYOP. They say that... Uh, are they trying to discredit it? But you have to remember the deep state is still active. So they are putting out disinfo agents to try and, try and discredit everything that we're talking about. And when you are researching, remember that you can find both sides of every story. Even if there, even if something is true, there, you better believe there's going to be multiple websites debunking it, even though you know better. And because there, there's an information war going on too. But Q is helping people really realize uh, or helping steer people in the right direction and where they should be finding their information. If you follow the Q drops, there's trip codes that lead to articles or, or books or uh, different websites. And, and and also what it's doing is it's also a tool that they've used to kind of like throw off the deep state because sometimes Q will put out something that seems to point to like something happening on a date. And then mm -hmm. you'll see like a false flag happen right after that because they think it's coming and they're trying to, but it gets them to like use their ammo and to, mm -hmm. to throw them off so then they can do something else. And so it's like, it's like multiple things all, all wrapped up in one really. And uh, it does appear to be not just one guy. Like, and that's another thing, like the mainstream media always tries to make it sound like it's just some random dude in his basement, like making all this stuff up or like some right wing extremist that's putting out all this stuff and, it's a right-wing extremist thing, and it's not, it's not political at all because the whole political system's a sham and a control system. It's, it's simply, a military, it's simply a military intelligence yeah, operation, and it's simply just putting out the truth. Right. And uh, it's because like, it's, it seems to be a small group of military intelligence and um, some people in, in the Trump administration, possibly, and... It seems to be connected. Like Trump seems to have been recruited by the alliance, not the other way around. Because a lot of people try to make it sound like it's, oh, this is like Trump's thing, and it's like no, it's Trump was actually asked by the alliance to run because he couldn't be, he couldn't be controlled, he couldn't be bought off, and um, and well, he they, was in a position to to actually. They, so the whole it. the whole thing so. with Trump is they needed somebody that could fund their own campaign because yeah. they needed somebody who wasn't part of this bloodline that was wasn't part of the deep state. They need somebody new. Allegedly, he didn't want to do it, but at the end of the day, this isn't. And has the fortitude to take on yeah this monumental task. Yeah, you can't have a nice guy up there doing that type of job. You need somebody with a backbone. But what, at the end of the day, this isn't about Trump though, and that's what people need to realize that this is a military. This is the United States military. Op it's an operation. It has Trump has just happened to be the, you know, spearheading the whole thing publicly. Publicly, but behind the scenes, this is something global. This is a worldwide. Yeah. This is a worldwide. Yeah, exactly. 
And you just if so, whether or not you like Trump or not doesn't matter. It's just because you know he does say a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't agree with. We've, I mean, he, you know, I mean, neither of us liked him before, yeah, like back in twenty sixteen. But when you realize what's taking place, you know, it's like a breath of fresh air. Okay, now we have somebody who uh, isn't part of the system, who is, uh, I guess, the figurehead for what's taking place right now, because. With somebody like that, whether you believe what he says or not, has nothing to do. They finally have somebody up there who isn't who isn't part of this evil system, who isn't trying to deceive us all. You know, he's just up there playing his part while this operation takes place in the background. Which explains why the the media and the establishment are constantly attacking him and trying to trying to impeach him and attacking him nonstop. Like it doesn't make any sense. People try to say Trump's a deep state person. Well, why would they? Why would they be attacking themselves? Then that doesn't make any sense. Right. They're not trying to remove themselves from office. Like it doesn't. Can I ask make you one more question about this? Um, so, so the coronavirus is this part of Q or not? Is this part of this operation or is this just some random virus that escaped and got out here? Is this whole thing a? a is this I, whole thing I, martial <laughs> law, or is this uh, is this no, very yeah, multi-layered? It's multi-layered. It's yeah, multi-layered. Just, just your gut feeling, yes or no? Yeah. Yes or no? I'll just answer real quick. Um, it's uh, so it's not. It, I, I think it was originally a deep state plan for depopulation. They have a whole book. They have a whole list of and to implement the vaccine agenda. Yeah, implement the vaccine agenda. They have a whole list of stuff order. that they want to put out. This was just one of their things. Well. Uh, seeing the way things are going. They're trying to do this now before the next election. Their, their whole thing was to try and get Trump out of there so they can get their guy back in and, and keep promoting their negative agenda. So I think that uh, the alliance knew this was the plan. They let it happen. They, if, if they do have access to this technology, they could kind of see a couple scenarios and how they would play out. So they saw this as an opportunity to uh, to basically initiate some of their plans and some of their uh, some actions that they were trying to take. Well, cover cover for yeah. So so doing some stuff, so yeah. now we have this pandemic that is distracting everybody, but it's also allowing them to do a lot of stuff that they would have had to wait years otherwise to do, uh, like these mass arrest scenarios that we hear about, potentially children being rescued. Yeah, the children. Yeah, mm -hmm. which we just recently. Yes. Uh, which we just recently came across somebody who has firsthand knowledge of this in New York uh, stuff, details that no one has heard. And we are going to have her on the podcast. So we're whenever she's ready, when she's ready to talk, uh, it's, it's going to be big. People need to hear this stuff. Yeah. She, she was even personally asked to go. Be a, she was asked to go to New York to help with, yeah. With the children coming in literally. Wow. Yeah. But, but this virus is a big distraction. Like I don't like they're, Honestly, everything you've heard about the virus potentially all could be real. Like, I think there's multiple reasons why this happened and what it is. It wasn't created in a lab. Is it, does it deal with 5G? I think it all comes into play on some level. It's really hard for any of us to get up here and say this is exactly what happened because we don't really know. It, yeah. The thing I'm pretty confident about is that it was bioengineered yeah. um, with I, all I the evidence that. that points to that. Um, and then... There's even like like Bill Gates, you know, just look into look into him yeah, and like exactly. all his connections to it, and then suddenly he comes out like, oh no, now we have, now you guys all have to uh, take this vaccine that I created for this virus, and it's so I do obvious. Not consent. No, no, no. no. Do not take the vaccine. Track us all. Sorry, I shouldn't say that, but no. um, her, 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 um, her immunity is best. Um, so, um, guys coming, this is a great segue into my question is, so tell us about your show and where we can find you and what's coming up and except this sounds excellent. So tell us where we can find you and when we can find you and all those things. So uh, give your promotion first of all, thank you for giving us the opportunity to come on here and, and talk to you guys and talk to your audience. Uh, we got into a lot of stuff that you really can't cover in this amount of time. So we hope no. we, uh, hopefully we did it some kind of justice. 
Um, but you can find us uh, Journey to Truth podcast. We have a YouTube channel. We're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. I mean, every podcast platform essentially. Um, you can find it. We have an Instagram account, a Twitter account, Facebook page where you can keep up with us for, for just updates aside from the podcast. We're always posting stuff there. Uh, in late August, there is a conference, uh, Camp Disclosure in North Carolina. We're, we're going to have a um, Journey to Truth Experiences Lounge set up where we're going to be filming people's experiences, putting together like a little compilation highlight video of the conference. And we're just going to be hanging out with anybody who wants to come. Camp Disclosure, uh, August 27th through the 31st, North Carolina. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, does that answer all the questions? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you got our curiosity going. And I think that's the main thing you guys do is get people to start looking and delving and being discerning and to be curious. Like, just don't go in that little shell. The big brother, the big brother bubble is what I call it. Like, Stay out of the fear, reality TV and, and just forget everything else. So. Yeah, yeah. But but it's easy to get caught up in the fear when you get into a lot of this stuff because a lot of it is very dark. But um, that's why we try to we try to balance it with the spiritual and the and the uplifting positive side of right. the greater picture of things. So a lot of it is really dark and that's where it's hard for people and it's hard to look at some of this information. And uh, once you see some of the stuff that is available to see, it's not easy. And it does change your reality. It does change the way you view things and the way you do things daily. Uh, so uh, that's the hardest part. It's not just like, oh, what's real, what's not. It's it's realizing that what is potentially real is really dark, and it's really uh, it's really upsetting. And that's where that's where it's important to have that spiritual daily practice or something that's going to keep you because this information could bring you into a lower vibe state. So it's really important to kind of bring in that light every day and work with this to balance it out. Absolutely. Yeah. I, so can the normal news keep you in a low state? And that's the whole point of the normal news is to keep you in a low state. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I always oh, like yeah. to say the light is already won. We just are catching exactly. up. Exactly. So the light is here. It's already won. We're just catching up. And uh, we need to know all the things to speed up that timeline of going forward with the light. And um we're so glad you could come. We're so excited that you're here. Thank you, Teresa. You always find the best guests. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all for having Thank me on. You. you guys are amazing. Yeah, this was so, really awesome. We got the that one question. important question. Yep. That. Yep. So important. <laughs> all right. So if you had to choose a song to be the theme song of your life, what would it be? I would mm. say Spice Girls Wannabe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. No, I'm, totally accurate. I'm joking. So just for everybody listening, they asked us this question like a week ago or maybe even longer. And we totally and forgot. We're, we're idiots and we totally forgot. <laughs> we totally forgot to <laughs> think about what song, what would be a good theme song for our life. Like if we were to walk on stage and this song would be playing. So while I think about that, I'm going to let Aaron try and answer. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Oh man, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, to pick one. So okay, give me an example of one of your songs. Mine, I'll tell you mine. Okay, mine is "Panic at the Disco," "High Hopes." <laughs> nice. So that that's the one I pick. Okay, all right. Especially a, some of the lyrics in there. Um, some of them are talking about like burning what you used to know. And another thing is when you have nothing, you're still hoping for what's ahead and believing in it, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And really, mine would be yeah. Disturb the Light because it talks about how sometimes darkness can show you the light. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my jam. I love Disturbed. I really like, uh, so this is a fairly new song that was uh, brought to my attention, but the band Set Sang, the song I Am, uh, I really resonate with that song. It's, it's a super positive message, and I think if, if anyone could live by a message in a song, uh, we all should live by this, the message that's put out, put out in that song, I Am. So I'll, I'll use that as my answer for now, because... A lot of the music I used to listen to wasn't exactly the most high vibe stuff when I was younger. So this new, you know, the music I'm discovering now is a lot more enlightened 
And I would say that's, that song really has a powerful message. I love that. Good choice. Yeah. I tried to buy um, Aaron's going through his playlist there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, what is it? I like, you know, the, the, I'll think of one like later and be like, oh, I should have picked that. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to like. Man. Probably um, like the Seinfeld theme song. Yeah. Yeah. We always watch Seinfeld for some, uh, Mm -hmm. Some comic relief away from all this information, you know. Um, yeah, I want to. As far as like a newer song, I want to say like there's a lot of Tool songs that. Oh yeah, really Tool's good. Got some good ones on that. Yeah, that's really good, like esoteric and kind of spiritual lyrics. Yeah, that like lateralis. I know. Yeah, the great. lyrics are really yeah. good, and uh, just talk about like uh us being way so much more than than this body basically yeah hey you guys can put a like a youtube link in the comments to the, your favorite song we'd love that so we can yeah. all go and listen to it and get vibes up but, yeah okay yeah, yeah sorry we weren't totally. more prepared sorry we were <laughs> no, no 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 that's perfect that's that's fine it's always a hard one and it changes daily let's face it like, oh yeah there's new things are created and like you said, you're not listening to the same yeah. stuff you were 10 years ago. You're listening to new stuff. You're evolving constantly, yeah. 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 Especially the um, more we learn about Hollywood and music and uh, everything. It's like, absolutely. oh, man. Great point. Yes. Great point. Yes. Be cautious. You know, the mind control that's done with music, especially the music industry, um, those lyrics, uh, I, that's a whole other topic. We can get into that. But just be cautious <laughs> of what you take in. Yeah. You're right. It's like you know, the high vibe diet isn't just food. It's it's what you watch and what you listen yeah. to. Who you surround Absolutely. yourself with. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I so, love that. Well, this was fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. So much this. fun. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much well, for having me. We'll have you on again. Maybe after you've done camp disclosure and you can talk about that. That stuff. would be That'd awesome. Be really cool. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. Hoping to get to Shasta if the borders open before the end of June. Yeah. I was supposed to be there last week, but didn't get it there, but maybe next week. It'll all happen yeah. anytime. Uh, that's, that's a magical place. I've been there. It's amazing. Yeah. Yep. I'm hoping. So thanks guys again. And we'll yeah. talk to you again. So yeah, I do have I do have one last question. I thought okay. it'd be good to leave our, our audience with, but where would you guys recommend to continue the search for truth? If they were to look up a certain video or a website or, you know, what would you recommend? Yeah. For them to be able to continue that, that journey to truth. Well, there's so many, there's so many, <laughs> but uh, right now is the documentary out of shadows. Uh, are you yeah. guys familiar yeah. with that? Yeah. That's a good yeah, entry. Level so good. Red pill. Yeah, That's a, like he said, good entry level red pill. Uh, it's, I think a lot of people can get behind. And then uh, above majestic at yeah. some point down the road. <laughs> yeah, I like that one, yeah. It gets really dark. Yeah. Above majestic, the, but the, it's the Fall Cabal series. Fall of the Cabal um, series is really, really good. Uh, obviously, you can find it on YouTube still. Journey to Truth podcast. <laughs> Our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that yes, is absolutely. so good. Yeah, that one I love. Oh, the yeah, I forgot one other thing. What? Yeah. Our winner. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get there. I'm still having fun talking. Why are you trying to push me? <laughs> I'm not sorry. No, no, no it's no. okay. No, just because I think that you know, I think people are starting to be more and more interested in finding out why they know something's shifting, but they can't explain it. You know, it's so many people are feeling that collectively now that you can't deny something's not right with what's been going on. Yeah. You know, we've never shut down like this for a flu before, and it's killed people more than the COVID has. Yeah. You know, so why is everything changing and why is it we wake up every day feeling like we're in the twilight zone? Because something deep underneath all this is the source. It's time for people to start waking up to the truth, you know? So yes. if they want to keep that journey going and be able to start opening up and, and you know, looking for answers, I think it's important to give them a place to go. Um, but again, being mindful that if something is too much for you guys to handle, if like you're researching, I had to do this a couple weeks ago. I went deep in the rabbit hole and I need to take a couple of days out because it got yeah. too much, you yeah. know? And I was like, okay, I need to be outside. I need to get fresh air and make sure you're taking care of yourself. So you're not going so far in that it really feels crushing. It's going to yeah. be tough sometimes, but knowing that the battle's already won, love has won, you know, we're just starting to see what's been going on before, you know, it's being revealed so it can heal. And that's the most important thing we can do is hold space for that. Yeah, and we need to do this to move on. Even yeah. like we need to rescue the children. How can we expect to go on as a world? Yeah, when we're 
Yeah. All this is still happening. Exactly. Exactly. It's just a, yep. yeah. We're, there's new there's a new energy coming in, and uh, it's bringing everything to the surface, physically and literally. So uh, what we're seeing now is everything just play out. We're seeing everything come to the surface to be exposed. It seems like things are getting really bad, but it's been a lot worse than that. Now it's just becoming it's just coming visible. up to the surface. Yeah, right. it's becoming visible. Right. They, you can't. The you, darkness is being purged right now, and you can't. You can't rid. You can't heal unless it comes to the surface. Exactly. And the same that's internally. Right. You know, if right. we have any, right. we have any traumas from when we were a childhood or anything, uh, that stuff we need to bring back to the surface and process yes. it, uh, because that definitely will be holding you back from. Yeah. Uh, moving forward so it's like, like a more global... no exactly yeah. Yes. yeah it is it's so true for the as above so below as within so without whatever we're experiencing internally is happening externally whatever's happening in the cosmos is happening on earth you know mm -hmm. it's all connected so we can't really avoid it it's just you know how do we face it how do we handle it that's where our power lies absolutely Beautifully said. Uh, Edge of Wonder is another great source. Yes. Yes. Edge of Wonder. Yes. We're trying to get them too. We're trying. Hold on. Uh, and I highly recommend yes. them for the simple fact that, that they uh, they do a lot of real research. They're they're true investigative reporters or investigative they do investigative journalism. But they they also watching them. They show you where to look and they point you towards the news sources and the places you should be looking and where you shouldn't be looking. So that's a useful tool also as Edge of Wonder. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, you know, Connie needs a link station. I, I love Edge of Wonder a lot. Yeah. 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 Very cool <laughs> stuff. Well, thank you so much, guys. This has been awesome. We love we love your podcast. So keep up the good work. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you yeah, so much. Playlist for sure. Yes, absolutely. All right. So the winner of last week's Share It Out that won a reading healing with Teresa is Araya Anra. Congratulations, Dragon Lady, you won. Woohoo! that's gonna be a yeah, fun she's session. She's one of my teachers, I'm right. so excited, yeah. That's gonna be so cool. And make sure you guys share this out, get the information out. Let's get more people Wait, let's plant those seeds, you know? It's not about breaking people open, but allowing them to start questioning, encourage questioning, right? Yeah. So we're all doing our part by showing up and asking questions. We're the know? pink pill. We're not quite the right <laughs> We're the pink pill. And that's all you can do. You can't tell anybody the truth. They have to learn it. So you can't force it down anyone's throat. You have to you can present it and then tell them to do their own research and kinda like kinda like facilitate them in that, but they have to come to it on their own. And everyone's at a different everyone's at a completely different place in their path. And this is what I've realized is like you can't use the same tactics with everyone because everyone's in a different place yeah. and some people are going to yeah. be a lot more receptive to this and some people are going to be very closed off um exactly. and uh you can kind of like you know depending on the person you're talking to um depends on like kind of what information is the most beneficial for the you know that they're going to be most receptive to and yeah and like, um, I, like I always say I know we're running out of time and I'm sorry but no, like no. even we're, we're our own people <laughs> let's, say, let's say you come across somebody who uh, is just totally oblivious to really what's taking place because there's a lot of, and it's not their fault. They might be brilliant yeah. people, but they're, we're all programmed. We're all programmed and we have to hold mm -hmm. space and we have to love them. And you have to realize that. But uh, what I'll do is maybe consider or uh, bring to their attention that you may want to consider changing your diet. Right. Like don't even get into information about the truth or about what's going on because if, if they're still, if you see their habits, if they're, you know, eating McDonald's and drinking Coca-Cola or whatever. I'm not judging anybody, but you know, you're, you're taking in this low vibe food. Once you shift your diet, you start noticing changes in your life everywhere. And, and until you do something like that, that's a good starting point for somebody who's like really just want to know where to go next. This is a really good way being in isolation to shift your diet because everybody kind of has to had to, everybody's cooking at yeah. home. Cooking better. I can do anything else, but the diet part, I have a chocolate addiction, and I don't want to give it up. COVID isolation kind of thing. Yeah. Like, well, then, and don't judge. We're don't judge it. yourself about your. Don't judge yourself. Yeah. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. And I'm don't judge anyone else because they're eating a certain way. I'm just saying that from personal experience, yeah. it really does help. It really does help get, because there's chemicals in that food that put you in a state of depression. So it's not just about like 
eating the food. It's really more than that because we're being poisoned. And you can think right? so much more and, clearly. Yeah. The better you yeah. is what I've experienced myself. I'm like, man, it's like the brain fog goes away once you, you yeah. uh, clean up your diet, you know? 100%. Yeah. And then the whole cu cutting fluoride out is great. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Better yeah. And, and you're healthier. Yeah. 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 For sure. Awesome. Great advice. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Thank you all. <sighs> yes. Thank you so much. Stated, Andrea says beautifully stated voice. That's because we're all <laughs> Thanks, Andrea. Thanks, yeah. Andrea. We had a well, great time. Yes. All this right. It was so much fun. We look forward Here to seeing you guys. Our friend are from show up South, Africa, South Africa is watching us. He says, yes. We are the. You have them worried. Come on, sing it, Rhonda. Sing it. No, I'm not going to sing that. <laughs> that's a good song. Right? No, actually, that is a fantastic song. Maybe I'll pick that song. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> song right there. Yeah. 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 Well, there was a whole bunch of people singing on that. You know, we couldn't hear if anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. That's a good song. Um, yeah. Well, thanks, guys. This was so much fun. I had, I had fun. We will gladly come back. Yay, Good, awesome. great, yeah. And remember, all their links are in the video, so you can follow them. And guys, feel free to comment to any of the people on our thing. We'd love to have you do that. And stick more of your links in there. And we need a book now. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. I'll see you next week. week. Namaste. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody. Thanks for tuning in.